You're listening to the New Song Students Podcast. I'm Jackson, and I'm the student pastor at New Song Church, located in Oklahoma City. We hope this message builds your faith and helps you to know God better in a greater way today. Enjoy the message. Man, it's so good to be back. I missed you, but we're here, and we've got a really special night. We're going to shake things up um, because I'm not bringing the word tonight. You are. You are. Some of you are. Um, And so I'm gonna give a little bit of instruction in just a second, but before we do, I want everybody to come up because I know we spread out for worship, but um, for the rest of service, we're all gonna be up front together because we're a family, right? New Song students, are we a family? Yes. So make your way up. We, uh, if you don't know, we just came back from camp two weeks ago. Who was at camp? Camp was really special, really amazing. And um, so what we wanted to do tonight is we've done this before in the past, but we wanted to do a testimony night. What's a testimony? We've talked about this before, New Song students. A testimony is not your come to Jesus story, even though that can include your come to Jesus story. A testimony is any story about the goodness of God in your life. Any, any story, anything. It could be, man, I heard God today. That's a testimony of the goodness of God in your life. It could be, man, I gave my life to Jesus at camp. So testimony is a very broad term. It means anything that God did in your life. And what we're called to do as believers is we are called to share our testimonies. You know that, right? We're not called to keep our testimonies to ourselves. We're called to tell them. In fact, uh, Psalm 34, it'll be up on the screen behind me. I love this. I was reading this today. It says this, I will praise the Lord at all times. Somebody say at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in my church. Is that what it says? In my pastor? No. In who? In the Lord. I will only boast in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Here's why. Come. Let us tell of the Lord's greatness. And what this does when we tell of the Lord's greatness, look at this, it let us exalt his name together. It, it causes us to want to worship. And so what we're gonna do tonight is um, we're gonna share our testimonies from camp or maybe something God's done since camp. And so how's the, how this is gonna work is typically in the past, what we've done is we've invited like three or four of you to come up and we'd had a couch up here and we ask you specific questions, but At the end of camp, we had everybody write down their testimony and we had so many testimonies that I could not pick one. I couldn't pick three, I couldn't pick four. And so we decided we're gonna do open mic style testimony, which we've never done before. So here's some instruction uh, about how this is gonna work. I know this looks really different, um, but I think it's gonna be really special. And I'm excited to see some of you guys maybe walk out in some boldness, get a little bit uncomfortable, but I promise you it will be worth it. Amen. 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 Anybody here tonight? Okay. So here's how this is gonna look. First off, um, if you did not go to camp, if you did not go to camp, this is not a time for you to beat yourself up because you weren't there or to think, because the enemy's gonna try and get you to think, man, look at what God did in their life at camp. You missed out. You missed out. No, you didn't. Here's the whole point of camp. The whole point of camp was that uh, we don't serve a God who lives back in Stewart, Oklahoma at Camp Wow, but we serve a God who lives right here, right? 
And so camp is not the only place God moves. I hope you know that, right? But he can move anywhere. In fact, the whole, our, our theme was Maranatha, which is come Lord Jesus here, right now in this moment. And so if you didn't go to camp, this is not supposed to discourage you. It's actually supposed to build your faith tonight to help you to see that, man, everything that God did at camp is available to you. Um, you we just gotta ask for it, right? The second thing is this, if you're here and you did go to camp, you're gonna be here and you're gonna be tempted to be like, man, my testimony's not as good as theirs, so I'm not gonna share it. That is a lie from the pit of, from the pit of hell, it's a lie from the enemy. Um, if you wrote something down on a card, which a lot of you did, then guess what, that's worth saying up here. And that doesn't mean you have to, not everybody has to go, but it's worth saying. So. Um, what I'm gonna do in just a second, I'm gonna pray for us. And then what we're gonna do is if you wanna share testimony, I would love for you to go start making a line over here by the stairs. And we'll just one by one, I'll invite you to come up. You'll share your testimony. Uh, you'll say, hey, my name is, you'll say your name. We'll all say, hi, Gavin. We'll say, hi, Gavin. And then uh, <laughs> you'll share your testimony. We'll all cheer, celebrate, praise God for what he's done. Then the next person will come and we'll go until, until eight. And then we'll end early if you guys end early. So, sound good? So I'm gonna pray for us. I know this looks really different, but it's gonna be really special. And then after we share testimonies, we're gonna pray over our seniors. Where are my seniors at? We got some seniors in the house tonight? We got a few. We're gonna pray for you guys and send you out. But would you guys just put your hands out like this, posture your hearts. Father, we just thank you so much for camp, and we thank you that camp is not the end-all be-all of our life. It's not, it's not the thing that's gonna fix us, but camp is a tool and camp is a gift. And I thank you, God, for camp and for all the students who were blessed and privileged and able to go. And God, right now, I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would squash any lie of the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we just cancel fear in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that a fresh boldness would fall on every single one of us, that we would recognize that this is the family of God, that there is nothing to be afraid of, that this is a safe place. And if we can't share our testimony here, how are we gonna share it in the world? So God, I pray that this would just be a practice ground for all of us to share our faith. God, I pray that right now, you would bring to remembrance anything that happened at camp, anything that we forgot about or we've dismissed or justified that that wasn't you, God. I pray that you would remind us right now what that is and give us boldness to declare it. We love you, Jesus. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Woo! Okay. So if you want to share your testimony, make your way over there and we will begin. We will begin. Any takers, who would like to go first? Gavin, get up here. Hi, my name is. Hi, my name's Gavin. Hey. Um, so there were two big things that God did for me at camp. Um, the main one, most of y'all know, but uh, I came to camp in a boot with a broken foot in two places which kind of sucked because I had to sit out for like all the games at all times, couldn't really do anything, and it hurt all the time. And um, on Tuesday for midday, 
I limped in there and it was painful, like it hurt. And so I like limped in there. We did a lot of different prayer calls and uh, one of them was a healing call. And so I had a lot of my friends, you guys, y'all came over and prayed for me. And after that was done, I didn't, it wasn't really healed. And then Miss Ryan Ferris, there she is. Yeah. Uh, she came over and she was like, I feel like God's telling me to tell you to just take off your boot and let me pray for it. And so I was like, okay. So I did that and then she prayed over it once and then I like kind of stood up, tested it out and it felt better. It was noticeably better. And then she prayed over it again and it was better. And then she prayed over it one more time and then I was jumping and then I was running. So I, I limped into the worship center and I ran out with a boot carried above my head and it was amazing. And then the second big thing wasn't physical, but it was spiritual healing. And for like the past month before camp, I felt kind of distant from God. I just didn't, I, I couldn't hear him and I just felt distant and I, I could tell that there was like a distance. I just didn't know why. And so at camp, I kind of, he gave me discernment wisdom on why, and it changed at camp. And at camp, I got my connection back with God, and it was great. And after, I felt filled up from camp, and it was great. Yes. I will say, that one was, uh, that was a really special testimony. I, I remember leaving the auditorium, and I had just kind of heard in passing that he got healed, but I didn't see Gavin. And then I saw him at the Gaga pit, and he came running towards me in like tears, just flowing down. Cause I was like, wow, I shouldn't be surprised by this, but I was like, praise God. We serve a God who heals, right? All right, let's go. Um, hi guys, I'm Lily. Um, <laughs> so honestly, I came into camp with a lot of problems. And one of my problems was my brother not having a relationship with God. And um, you guys all prayed over him and we all cried. <laughs> And when I got home from camp, I was expecting nothing like my usual, you know, going back the summer, you know, sleeping in. And um, when I got back, I talked to my brother um, about all the things I learned. And uh, he told me the biggest news that I was not expecting, and it was that he actually rededicated his life to Christ again. Well, I got a camp. <laughs> um, and I asked him why and stuff. And because I was not expecting this and stuff, like I hope so. And uh, he said that while I was going to camp, he actually felt the Holy Spirit talking to him and he kind of felt his presence. And like, this is like nothing my brother would ever say. And so, what? 17. So he's been through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Praise God. I wonder what time that was happening. I wonder if that was at the same time we were praying for him. Hi, my name's Bo. Hi, Hi. Um, so for me, my testimony is at camp is kind of just, uh, I've always been close with God, but I feel like my relationship was just gotten so much closer to him um, through a specific person, Gus, my brother. Um, <laughs> uh, so there was a night we did a prayer where we all came up kind of towards the altar, like down here-ish. And um, 
I came up there because I didn't want to be the one person who was just like not going. <laughs> and um, when I came up there, I was just kind of worshiping and I wasn't really feeling anything. And then Gus came over and starts praying for me. And it was just like the sweetest thing ever. It was so emotional, but it was just able to help me feel God closer because I knew there was someone that uh, was praying for me and cared for me here with me. And we continued that throughout the week and it was just so fun getting closer to each other while getting closer to God. And I just love that. <laughs> Let's go. Hi, my name is Addie. And my testimony, um, so I've been like struggling with like trusting God because my mom's brother doesn't know the Lord and we've been praying for like over 15 years. And so I've been doubting him and struggling to trust him. And the first night, like Bo was saying, how like everyone was up here, um, God gave me a new perspective on that to like look at him coming to know God and um, to look at him like running into his arms. And so, and then, um, it was a second midday session and Pastor Jackson asked the question, like to raise your hand if you're going through a spiritual battle. And it was like through the enemy's voice, like saying he's not gonna go. And then like the God's voice saying he is. And I feel like the enemy's voice has been like louder than God's. And um, after that, Bo came up to me and she said that God gave her vision of him um, like on his knees weeping and looking up at the cross. And so, yeah. That's my camp testimony. Come on. You guys enjoying this? Is this stirring anybody else's faith? My name is Wesley. <laughs> um, <laughs> my testimony is I've been uh, struggling of like what, of some decisions that I've been trying to make with like what high school I'm going to go to and like what my future should be. So. Um, there's like a couple of different high schools that I can go to um, and like basically deciding which high school I go to decides like what college I go to and what my future is. So one, I think it was the second night during worship um, at the session, God just really reminded me of some things that he's shown me like over the years that he's told me and that people have told me and he just really um, led me to where I have to go. So. Love that. If it matters to you, it matters to God. Hey guys, my name's Kaden. So before camp, I'd been struggling with anxiety pretty bad. And then I think it was midday too. Jackson was like, if anybody's struggling with like anxiety or depression, like raise your hand and I did. And everybody started praying over me and I just started crying because like this weight had been lifted off of me. Like I could feel it lift off of me. And it was just so surreal that like, I could feel the anxiety going off and it's been gone ever since. Like, it would be like the small things in, like, oh, what does that person think of me that I had no idea who it was. And I haven't had like an anxious thought since. Let's go. Praise God. What up? What up, big dog? Hi, my name's Braden. And uh, my testimony is, I believe it was the last midday session. And at this, before this time, like camp was great. I was hearing from the Lord a lot, but before camp, like I was in this, I was in this dry season. 
And for like three months, I could feel the Lord, but I just, it wasn't like I could before. And so on the last midday session, we're there and we're, we're sitting there. And I just felt like the Lord told me to pray for a, the dove, like for the dove to come and land in the church and in the camp. And as I'm sitting there and I'm praying for it, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. And then that night session, I'm sitting there, I'm on my hands and knees and I get a vision of the Lord sending a dove and landing on our shoulders while we're in, while we're worshiping the Lord. And so there's really two, two parts of this testimony. One is the dove just landed on us and gave us peace. And then second one is I'm able to have visions now. It's amazing. Let's go. Okay, my name's Tegan. Hi. Hi. Um, so my testimony is like, it's like the small things that like God has been talking to me. And so like something that he gave me is just like how good he is. Like that's just like a simple thing. It's like God is good. But like normally like we just don't, like we don't see it. We don't believe it. But he's been like telling me that He's like good, like I got to see throughout camp like how he was working and just like the joy and like what he's been doing through like different people. And so it just like, it just gives me so much hope, you know, like God is so good. And the second thing that I got was like really like joy through trials. Like when you're going through hard things, like persevering through those. Um, and just like me walking through like a difficult like year and like couple years and just like the joy that like we can have through that and just like especially like how, like I look up to Paul so much in the way that he has joy through trials like while he's in prison and so just the fact that he like he's able to like have joy through that like we're going through Philippians and stuff um just like me being joyful and like persevering through those trials so that's the two things I got let's go good stuff y'all by the way, if you haven't gone up in line yet, you still can. Sorry, juked you out on that. Hi, I'm Jaden. So there were two things that God kind of instilled in my spirit at camp. Um, the first one was peace. Um, so I've talked about it kind of in small group and with like leaders and things, um, but I was assaulted last February and it's kind of an uncomfortable topic for people. So I haven't let myself get prayer about it up until camp. Um, I went to camp and I, I think it was the call for like anxiety and depression and all of that stuff. And I went and I walked up to Tegan and I was like, I really need prayer for this. I haven't let myself get prayer for this. Um, and I had already forgiven him and all the things that like, you know, a lot of people don't expect you to do, but it was, I just needed to feel a sense of peace about it. I was tired of it creating a worry in my spirit and I got prayer for it and it was like, like a weight lifted off of my shoulders. Like I just felt lighter and I felt more free. Um, and then the second thing was joy. I've always heard everybody talk about like just the joy that they feel when they're in relationship with God and reading their Bible and all of those things. And I never felt it before. Um, but looking, just looking around me and seeing what everybody was experiencing at camp, seeing what um, God was doing in everybody's lives, including mine, was just so powerful to see. And like, I felt so joyful since, um, like an unshakable joy since then. So I, yeah. I love that. I love that. So good. 
Leaders, you can share testimonies too as well. I don't know if I, I don't know if there's any leaders in line, but. Hi, my name's Bree. So God really spoke to me. So I went into camp and I felt like God's really gonna move in my life. Like I was getting closer and closer to him, but really at camp, like it just set the tone for me and God um, in my heart. Like I just felt like his sense of like he was there. And um, then a leader, I don't know who it was. It was Miss, it's Molly. I went up and prayed for her because I'm like, I, God's like putting you on my heart. Like I need to pray for you. Um, and then there was another leader and she was just like, I feel like God is like molding you, like you're the clay and like he's molding you and like you're gonna rise up into like the family of Christ, like you guys and just coming to camp and seeing like my community. Like I never, one thing, I never been to a church camp like this ever. Like this wasn't the best church camp I has ever been to. Like the leaders are amazing. Everyone's amazing. You guys are so loving and so caring and so open about everything. But the second thing is that um, I have really opened up to God more than what I was and like following him more, like looking in the word, like not making my own decisions, but putting my decisions in like him. So that's what, yeah. Hey guys, my name's Casey. Uh, this is a little short, but I just want to shout out our leaders. Can we make some noise for our leaders? But yeah, I just, I learned a lot from this camp about leadership and uh, just how to guide and minister to others and to be there for everyone. And I just love and cherish all of you people. And yeah, that's it. We love you, Casey, and your big muscles. Probably a couple weeks or months before camp, God had put the word silence on my heart. It was the type of thing where my church leaders or church friends would ask me, what is God teaching you? And I'd be like, silence, but then like nothing, nothing after that. I wouldn't practice it, I wouldn't do it. It would just be something I could like tell people that God was telling me. And the about maybe like a couple days before camp, through my actions, I had realized some immaturity, insecurity, and pride in my heart that I didn't know was there. I thought I was past that. And so going into camp, I had like almost like a baggage that I was carrying. And um, during worship, I was saying, God, I don't, I don't know what you want to do at camp, but I'm not going to force anything. I'm not going to be emotional. I'm not going to try to create some sort of testimony in my mind if I'm like, I'm going to be open, but it's all on you. And that message, like the first night we got back, Pastor Jackson was preaching and every single point that he made, right under it, I could um, write how specifically it applied to my situation. It was like he was talking right to me. And there have been like times where that had happened, but never so specifically, never so like direct. And I was just in awe that like the God of the universe would go through all those lengths just to get that to my heart. And then, Pastor Jackson, the theme of camp was silence. The next midday prayer, he had us be in silence. And I was just reminded of the word that God told me. And just like, it was just so insane to me that I'd been reading the Old Testament and this big old God that like took the Israelites out of Egypt, that he went through all those lengths to just 
get me to be silent with him, to just work on my heart for me to just sit in his presence. And coming back from camp, there's been a freedom and joy that I have never felt, like a new level that God has taken me to that like I didn't even know was possible. So. Hi. Hi, I'm Walker. So going in the camp, I'd always, I'd fall, I fell into sin a lot. And I'd just be like, oh my gosh, I fell into sin. God hates me now. And I never really understood how much God loved me. And I still don't. But at camp, I went and prayed with Andrew. I think it was the second midday session. And I went, and, uh, I went up to the altar and I prayed with Andrew for forgiveness because I couldn't forgive a lot of people that have done me wrong. And he just told me how much God loved me and I just started bawling my eyes out. And he also told me that God was proud of me and that made me cry too. I, I couldn't stop crying. But uh, I, he told me that before I could forgive anyone else, like God has forgiven me, I need to forgive myself. So I, I prayed to the Lord that I could forgive other people and forgive myself. And I forgave myself and I, I was so joyful. Like I was jumping around when I had no energy. My legs were so sore, uh, but I had so much energy and I was so joyful and I forgave everyone uh, that have done me wrong. And I'm just the happiest I've ever been. I don't think I can ever go back. Freedom, let's go. Hi guys, I'm Ruby. Okay, so it was either, I think it was the first night, um, God put on my heart like to pray for these like specific three people. And I was like, well, I have like three days to do this. So I like put it off and I put it off. And then I think it was during the midday one, um, I was doing like my, my Bible time and stuff like that, like while we were doing like the stuff and stuff. And, um, I was like, I was praying about it again. And it was like, I had to go play for those three people. And then as this song was like playing, uh, this song came into my, my head, like, God, you don't need me, but somehow you want me. And um, that just hit me really hard. And I like got down on my knees and then I was down for like two minutes. And then I got back up and the three people that I wanted to pray for were being like surrounded by people. and. That was just pretty like a big shock to me, like knowing that that song just came into my head, like God doesn't need you, but he won, He wanted me to do that. Like it was, it was God's call for me to do that. And um, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Guys, they have to say their name first, okay? You're too ahead of the game. Hi guys, I'm Micah. I was kind of like the girl who like was surrounded by people who were like always crying and like the Lord really met with them and they always like felt his presence and I had such a good relationship with him but I just like never really felt like um, I was always like meeting with him back if that makes sense um, but on the third night I think I just got this picture that was like me um, and all of his children just like sitting in this lake where there was this waterfall like pouring out his presence and his love on us and he was just like off to the side just like looking at us and smiling um 
And then the next day, or not the next day, the next weekend, I went to Virginia to visit my cousins, and um, we went to their church, and it was like a open mic testimony mic like this. Um, but the pastor, like to close it off, was pretty much just like, I want you guys to picture. Um, he just described exactly what I had in my head that night, and it like was God just like affirming me that like he met with me and like that was him. I love that. That's so good. Whoop, whoop. Hi, my name's Emily. Um, my testimony is that one night, it was probably like the last night there, and when we were in uh, service and stuff and worship, I was on my knees and I, like, I, I had my head bowed and stuff, and God just spoke to me and He said, "Look over to your right." And I looked over to my right, and I just saw this image of my brother Maverick, who passed away a long time ago. Um, and he showed me this image, this like clear image of him standing there and looking at me, and I cried, <laughs> I cried a lot. And uh, like a few minutes after that, it the words in the song were saying like, God is there, like all who are lost are now found, and like including death and stuff like that. And that really spoke to me. And then later in service and stuff, and the preacher was saying, talking about loss and stuff like that. And so that was, that's how I knew. I just knew that God was, that was God. That wasn't just a thought. It was God sp speaking to me. And I really needed that. I didn't know how much I needed that, but I just really needed that image of my brother. Amen. Amen. Hi, I'm Aylin. I didn't get didn't get to go to camp, um, but I've come here once before, and I've got a testimony of just like the awe of God um, from tonight, and then from like this past couple months. Um, as we're worshiping, singing. Okay, oh, I don't know how you guys tell stories without crying, but forgive me. <laughs> um, as we're worshiping, saying, God, you're beautiful. Um, I start saying, as we're singing this, God, we're standing in awe of you. And then for her to say that, for you to say that, um, of just like the word beautiful is the awe of God, to stand in the awe. And that that itself is beautiful. Um, in June, right? Okay, yeah. I got to go to Brazil for 10 days. And it was just, it was like, so life transforming. We saw hundreds of miracles. Like when I say miracles, I'm like, I laid hands on a woman that was blind. And as I'm praying, God gives her new eyes. Like stuff that we can't even imagine or think of ourselves that we saw. It was crazy. But just that standing in awe of how beautiful our God is. And that complete, utter, like, Lord, I have no idea what this is. As I'm praying for people and seeing bones mended, and I'm seeing cancer leave, and little kids that are lethargic in sickness wake up. Just this position of awe. Lord, I can't explain this. 
I couldn't, and just being able to see things that I've only heard of before was just so beautiful. And then for, to sing that about the awe of God, to sitting in the awe of God was just like, oh my gosh, so cool guys, God is so cool. Amen, love that boldness. Let's go. Hi guys, I'm Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Hi. love you guys. <laughs> so, um, I back up to a couple months before camp and I was just going through a season of pressing, of dryness. I was, I feel like the Lord was just peeling off layers of um, ties that I'd made to an emotional like feeling. Um, and I think he was really just trying to show me and prep me for a new season, but it was hard. It wasn't fun. I knew it was God. I was like, okay, I know this is you, but I don't really like it. Um, and I feel like as we were at camp, I didn't feel any different. I still am sitting in worship and I see beautiful lights and everything is gorgeous. And you know, people are falling on their knees and I'm sitting there like, God, is there something wrong with me? Like, am I messing something up? But he just began to speak time after time, session after session of just like these words directly for my heart about what he was trying to say to me. And so I was still standing on that, still believing that, didn't really feel anything. And it was the second midday session when I raised my hand for like spiritual warfare. And as people were praying over me, I saw this picture and Jesus was dancing. And I'm like, not my everyday thought. So like, Jesus, why are you dancing? He's just like having a blast dancing. And um, I feel like he told me so clearly, he said, I'm dancing because I have you. I'm dancing because I have the victory over your life. I'm dancing because I have relationship with you. And why don't you come dance with me? I'm inviting you to dance with me. And I was, I was just, he was so tender with me. And then the very last night, so later that night, we are all um, worshiping. And another thing that had been stirring on my heart was worship and dance. So like that was kind of like a side thing, it was just like over there. And um, then Pastor Jackson gets up and says, okay, so we're gonna end camp by prophetically dancing. And I was like, okay. And so it was just so beautiful how the Lord used so many little things to tie together. And just, I've received like so much healing and I feel like so much preparation for this next season I'm gonna be in. Oh, that's so good. What, about, what I love about that was like the dancing at the end was not planned. That was just totally the Holy Spirit tying things together. So praise God. Hi guys, I'm Gus. Um, so my testimony at camp, uh, first one was definitely Bo. Um, just the way you said that like you went up to the altar and like you didn't really want to go, but you went. Uh, three years ago, I'm not even kidding, like the same thing happened to me. And like everyone gets up, goes to the altar for like this prayer about like dying to ourselves. And I was like, I don't want to die to myself. Like what? But um, when, like I just felt like God was saying, just pray for bro, bro, Bo, pray for Bo. And so I go over, I just pray for you. And I'm like, you know, I don't remember what I said, but I kind of went over where I was. I started worshiping. I was like, God, just show her you're real. Just show her, you know, like you're for real, you love her, you want a relationship with her. And I was like on my hands and knees and I had my Fortnite 
uh, cut off with the cuts on the back. And through one of the cuts, I feel a tap on my back, and it's Bo. And she kneeled down right next to me. I just got to pray with her. We were crying. It was the best. And I just love getting to grow in my relationship with you and God during camp and then after camp. It was just so good. But um, so my second one uh, was just about just the silence. And um, I think that it was something that God spoke to me so much in the silence at camp. I was like, I'm going to start trying this at home. So I started going on prayer walks with my dog, Frankie, and I spend our, our neighborhood's a mile. So I spend the first half just being quiet, just letting God, you know, kind of have everything. And then I spend the next half um, just kind of praying. And I've been super like nervous and super stressed about school. Like I'm going into high school, like having to, you know, do all this stuff. It's really been weighing on me. And after prayer today, uh, I went home, kind of just did my own thing, went on a walk with Frankie, and the whole time, like, I was quiet, and I felt like God was showing me, like, just, like, me and Micah, like, we have this weird thing, we've been in the same class for eight years in a row, like, it's just crazy, and um, he was showing me him and me together, and we, like, started, like, a Jesus club at our school. Um, we started, like, you know, we were like hanging up flyers, we have shirts, like doing all this stuff. And I just felt, I was so scared about it at first, but the whole time I was quiet, I just, I could just feel God pouring himself into me. And it was just because of choosing to be silent. So that was so good. And I'm just so, so excited for tomorrow. So. Oh, I love that. Oh, so I'm Austin. So, um, first camp I went to, I got saved. Um, it was amazing. Second camp was just amazing. But um, a lot of y'all don't know, um, only like my closest friends and some of the leaders know, but uh, I've been dealing like with a lot of addiction the past like year. And a lot of like just back and forth like with my mom and dad. Um, it's not easy, like my mom and my dad are divorced, so and my dad hasn't been in my life, you know, it's just all this addiction, all this back and forth, like it just, I was like so low. And then a tipping point was when I got in trouble with the law. Um, like me and my mom, we were just like going back and forth and it was just not a good relationship. So going into this camp recently, me and my dad had a really big like fallout argument. And um, only one person knows about this sort of, but. Um, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but like just going into camp and um, seeing everybody like just get saved and all everyone, all the new people just coming to camp with, you know, holy, just filled hearts with the Holy Spirit. It's just like, man, um, it was just so amazing. But it was midday. I think it was a nice session. It was a midday, but. It was, it was during worship, and I'm, I'm just sitting in a corner, and I just hear God blatantly say, like, you are enough for everyone. And, like, <laughs> um, I get back from camp, and I'm, I'm not speaking to my dad at all. And literally yesterday, my dad gives me a call, and he's like, he's like, 
we have a really good talk, and it's just, man, I'm not nervous. And he's, he's just like, son, you are enough. And I'm, and I was like, dad, I love you so much. And let's just restart. Like, let's just, I, God has a new plan for all of us, like, especially all the young people. And just like, just listen to what he has to say to you because it can really impact your life. I know it impacted mine. Like, now me and my dad have like the best relationship right now. And, um, it's just a renewing, like for me and my mom too, like we just have a great relationship and um, all of my addiction is gone. Thank God. Uh, so yeah, praise God. Woo! Okay guys, rapido, because we got to get everybody in. Wait a second, wow. I've cried like four times. God's so good. I'm Ryan. Hey, so I'll try to be quick, um, but something that you guys might not know about me is a big um, part of my testimony is that my first love with Jesus, or I would say more of the Holy Spirit, was through dancing, um, through worshiping the Lord, through interceding, through the gift of dance, and that's something that the Lord gave me, but I didn't understand until I was 17, 18. Well, at camp, um, something that I was really praying and interceding a lot for was just um, the girls like hear that dance and men, I don't know anyone who dances here, but um, specifically the girls that dance, um, I was praying for you guys every single worship session um, just for you guys to experience that moment of interceding through the gifts that God's given you. Oh my word. And the very last night, um, I was like interceding and dancing and then like all these beautiful women just jumped back there and were joining me and then there were other people that just started dancing and it was just so beautiful just to see like it seriously felt like they were like I knew there were angels in the room like dancing together and it was just like so many chains were being broken and just to watch that revival like and the Lord gave me some vision for the future of how to um put dance back into my life in that ministry again. And so I'm excited for that. And the Lord's just so good. So that's all I got. <laughs> so good. You guys doing okay? Can we do some more of this? Hi, my name's Landon. So basically, I've been a Christian for a while, but I've never really like like had the boldness that, that comes with being a Christian. I like, like, I've never really stepped out of my comfort zone. And at camp this year, I hope that God really put on my heart to pray for Wesley. And so I did. And it was like, I, it felt like I could do anything. It was like, and so, so I did pray for him, and then after that, I felt like chains being broken, and I could do it, and I could like step out of, step out in boldness and just, just do anything. So yeah, that's it. Caden. Hi, y'all. My name is Caden. 
so before this i was i it was a very bad year of school i was like saying stuff i shouldn't say calling people very bad things and i was very frustrated and disappointed in myself and then i went to camp and we did that prayer over our schools and everything and i just got this feeling that this year i was going to be the one that i was going to be a light and not the one that needed a light i was going to be a light and thank you let's go hi my name is hannah um i didn't get to go to camp this year because of softball but i wanted to talk about whenever the i've been sober for a year and like a couple weeks i suffered like with a lot of addictions due to my dad like dying when i was very young and i feel like a couple months ago i met ali and chloe and they really pulled me back into this church and they kind of gave me like i've my mom's always been a christian but i kind of got so angry with god and i feel like if anybody's suffering with that now that like Jesus has like a path. And if my dad didn't die, I would have never moved back here and never met the people that I have today. And yeah, thank you. Wow, so good. I'm Allie. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm just on here to talk about my testimony with struggling with anxiety and depression. Um, <laughs> So back before, last year at church camp, um, I wasn't really like, I didn't have the same experience I did as I did this year. Um, and I basically just wanna talk about how I would fall into sin very easily and into these cycles of depression, anxiety. And um, once I got, I started to realize like where I've been sinning and just noticing it and not really knowing how to fix it. Um, and then I got baptized in April, so. <laughs> um, which it was like just a fresh start and just seeing God in a different light and just showing me in areas where I've messed up and sinned. Um, but I kept on falling into these cycles of just over and over doing the same things as I was before and just feeling alone and at church camp, I realized when I get into those cycles, I'm like, I get silent, but I shut God out too, instead of just silencing myself and focusing on God, I silence everything, I shut the world out, I shut God out, and I expected him to like, come to me in this like, extra way, but um, I just, one night, at camp, I think it was like midday or one of those days, um, they prayed for, Pastor Jackson said about praying for anxiety and depression and mental illness and stuff like that. And I just, I raised my hand um, and a lot of people started praying for me and I was like crying because I just felt this weight lift off my shoulders of like just learning how to like deal with it and not fall into those cycles anymore and how to just learn to get through it and just it was just amazing and I just felt like a weight lift off my shoulder um, and yeah that's basically it. Let's go. Let's go. 
We went long. Is it okay with you guys? Hi, my name is Kaylin. So basically, like a month before camp, I was like praying just for God to like make me uncomfortable and like help me just grow my faith with him because I wasn't super close with him at that time. And I just kept praying that. And then I feel like just like two days before camp or so, like God was just telling me like, you need to like take a break from dance because I'm a dancer. And I felt like I was just kind of making that my identity instead of making it in Christ. And I was putting dance in front of him instead of making God like the highest of all. And um, I just prayed that he would like show me and like clarify that's what he was saying at camp. And like all the music before I went to camp, like all the music I was listening to, like it all just pointed to him and like that kind of thing. And basically at camp, um, during like the first midday, I think, um, it was like having silence with him and like what you need to give up to have that with him. And I was like, oh wow. <laughs> and so I kept praying about that. And then afterwards, like so many other things, like so many other signs just pointed to him. And I ended up not doing dance this semester. And that was a lot for me, but I feel like there's something ahead of that and there's a reason, so yeah. <laughs> wow. Hi, I'm Garris. Um, I had a meeting this morning with another dad, another friend, and he was telling me on Wednesday nights, he's got these rowdy group of kids and they're disruptive and they're not engaged and uh, they're climbing over the chairs and like, that's not new song students at all. So praise God for this awesome family and what you guys are doing here. I love it, Jackson. Proud of you, man. So that's really good. I had a pretty interesting Thursday. I'll try and wrap this up quick. It's kind of a longer story, but uh, there were three men that God put in front of my path back to back to back, and like they all tie together. So I, I meet this first man. He's probably 65, 70 years old. I had a, a cooler full of ice water, and I just gave him a bottle of water, and he was very thankful for it. He was not wanting to talk about God. He wasn't you know, interested at all. He got very angry at me. After I started walking away, he grabbed the water bottle I gave him and he threw it at me. And uh, I was like, okay, but that's not that common. People really aren't really like that that much when you go evangelize. But the second person the Lord put in front of my path, this man was so heavy. Man, he was going through a hard time. And I was like, man, are you okay? And he's like, no, I'm in so much pain. I just told him how much God loved him and he just lit up. He smiled so big and he was just so thankful. I gave him a Bible, but he was not ready to give his life to the Lord yet. So had to let him go. The third person the Lord uh, put in front of my path, I went to the skate park and gave this dad a bottle of water. And I said, hey, he said, uh, why are you here today? And I said, man, I'm just here to tell you how much God loves you. And he goes, that's crazy because I've been angry at God all week long. And this morning I just denounced God in my faith. And he, said, he got really teary. He said, I'm trying to run from God, but God won't let me go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God, man. God is so good. Um, the Holy Spirit said, hey, that story that just happened with Matt, go tell that to John, the guy that just left. I'm like, well, I got to go find him. Sure enough, there he was sitting under a shade tree right there at the lake. So I walked back up to John. I said, John, you got to get this. You got to hear what just happened with Matt. And I told him the story. 
and uh, I prayed for him. And after we prayed, he said, and in Jesus name, amen. And I was like, you're praying in Jesus name? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, you ready to give your life to Jesus Christ? And he's like, I wanna give my life to Jesus Christ. Man, praise God. God is good. Amen. Come on. Got three more. Who's next? Hi, my name's Zach. So my testimony is, is that God said he, I would have friends. And lately I've been having a good bit of problems with my friend Emmy because she moved away recently to one of the northern states, I think Michigan. And she, she has a lot of like demons and a lot of problems because she has cut her arms. She has, she even, her parents sent her to mental institutions that never worked. And the, like, I think the final, like the second to final month of school, she went into the woman's bathroom and took 50 to 60 pills. And I ended up asking where she was. And then we just talked. She told me what happened. I told my advisory teacher. And due to that, I saved her life that day. And then her parents sent her to a mental institution in California for a month or two. It was thankfully a month. And then during this summer, I was only able to hang out with her once before, you know, she moved away. And when I found out when she was moving away, I just, I just bawled my eyes out. And then thankfully I met Gareth and then me and Gareth have now been friends. And then at camp, I also made two friends. So thank the Lord. I love that. You caught the snitch. I was one of the snitches. I don't know if you know that, but she, she caught me. <laughs> hey, my name's Kaylee. Um, so leading up to camp, um, the Lord had been putting silence on my heart. Um, and it's something that like, I really struggle with, like just being still because I struggle a lot of times with like a work, workspace mentality. Like I feel like I need to do more, like do more, be more, like do all these things like for the Lord and going into camp. Um, I forgot what day it was, but the Lord shared with me that he doesn't want us doing things for him. He wants us doing things with him. Um, and he told me that I'm living out of obligation, but he wants us living out of overflow. Um, and it's just, whenever you truly love the Lord and have a revelation of his love for you, you can't help but want to do for the Lord. Um, it, it's just a place in your heart. And that's what the Lord has, has showed me and just um, a fresh revelation of his, of his love um, that he's given me. Um, and another thing was, I think it was like the last midday session whenever like everybody was praying for each other. And the Lord afterwards um, gave me a vision, like as the students were leaving, um, I just saw just weights and chains just all over the floor that were left. And y'all were just walking out so much lighter. And like hearing all these testimonies, like that's exactly what the Lord did. And it's just so amazing to see his love for like each and every one of us that he, like, he wants us free. Um, and then a, about a month or so ago, um, we were praying at midweek prayer um, for, for generations. And the word that the Lord gave me for Gen Z is fiery focus. And like, we are seeing that come true. Like, 
within New Song students. Like y'all are so on fire for the Lord and y'all are so, y'all are so focused on him. Um, and I truly believe like, like revival is coming and it is, it's being birthed into y'all's hearts. And I'm just so excited to see, to see where it leads. And just, I'm so proud of y'all for just seeking the Lord and just, I just, I just love y'all and I'm so thankful for y'all. Save the best for last. Save the best for last. Okay, so, uh, hi, I'm Eli. I think it was the third night when David was preaching and he was like, weep for the lost. And so I like prayed with Austin, Michael, and I think it was Brandon. And like, we were praying for our schools and it was last night, I had two friends over from school and I had gone downstairs to talk to my mom. And then I go upstairs and I noticed that my Bible was missing off my nightstand. And I was like, that's weird. And so then I turn and I look and I see one of my friends, his name's Carter. He has the Bible open and he's reading it. And I was like, man, like that's crazy. And so, yeah, it was just wild. Man. Are you guys thankful for God and what he did at camp? Thank you guys for sharing those testimonies and being bold. And um, man, you know that everything that happened at camp was not meant to stay there, right? Like we danced at the end that last night because we were excited and prophesying that that was coming home, right? And so I hope you know that we are just getting started here at New Song Students. Like that was not the end, that was only the beginning. And so, man, praise God. Would you guys just praise God one more time with me?